the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today, we continue our look at the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Times of refreshing coming up next. From the well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California, welcome. This is Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. The person and work of the Holy Spirit, more often than not, grossly misunderstood. But God's Word is very simple and very clear. That's why we're spending some time looking at the person and work of the Holy Spirit in this mini-series. Today, we would invite you to join us as we take a look at the person and work of the Holy Spirit as our helper. Indeed, he does help tremendously. With a look at all this now, our teacher and pastor now, once again, Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. I want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is our comforter or helper. The New King James translates it helper. The King James translates it comforter. And for us, Whether it's help, comfort, you're going to see here in the Greek, it all is designed to really build us up and get us going in a direction. And the Holy Spirit, He comes into our lives to help us in this particular area. It's important that we develop an intimacy with the Spirit of God. And we talked about the power of God last week. We talked about the power of the Holy Spirit, that generally when you have the Holy Spirit in your life, you're going to have power infused to you. For various reasons and for various means, God, he uses this. I mean, the spirit of God comes in and he empowers us to do things that we cannot do in our own strength. And in the same way, the Holy Spirit, he comes into our lives to comfort or to help us. Now, the good thing about this, and I, and I want to say this, and it was a thought that just kept playing in my mind is, is you do not need comfort. You do not need a comforter until you need comfort. And there's generally something that's going on in your life that necessitates a comforter coming to you. You do not need a helper until you need help. And so what I'm saying is, is that for us, we have to understand our limitations. We have to understand there's moments in our life where we're going to need to be comforted. Because there's going to be times when in all of us, get rid of your pride Get rid of your arrogance. Stop thinking. We all have to stop thinking that we know what we're doing because we don't. We need God. And the Holy Spirit, he comes to help us through this life, to help us through this journey, and to give us insights into the mind of God so we stay in tune with, the, with God. And the way in which we do this is by allowing the Holy Spirit, inviting him into everything that pertains to your life. And saying, Holy Spirit, help me in my life. I need your help. This is the first step to really getting access to him and getting him really involved in our affairs. Is first acknowledging, Holy Spirit, I really need you. I need you to help me. 
if we found out last week that the Jesus Christ, Jesus our Lord, even he, before he was sent forth into ministry, he was baptized by John and the Spirit of God descended and rested upon, and rested upon him and empowered him to do everything that he did in ministry. If Jesus had the influence of the Spirit of God in his life and the Holy Spirit to help him go through, we need him even more so. We have to embrace this aspect of his ministry and his person that God, our Father, has allowed the Spirit of God to come to empower us and to help us and to comfort us in life. And let me say this. We need people, but we need the Holy Spirit. We really need the Holy Spirit. Look at this here in John chapter 14, verse 15 on down to 18. He says in verse 15, Jesus says, if you love me, he says, keep my commandments. He says, and I will pray the father and he will give you another what helper or comforter. He says that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. For he dwells with you and will be where? In you. He says, I will not leave you orphans. He says, I will come to you. He says, and I will, look at verse 16, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. The Greek word here, it means to comfort. This Greek word also means to encourage and to exhort. So part of his ministry is to come in and to comfort us, not baby us. But to comfort us in moments when we need comfort. He's there to comfort us. But not only does he comfort us, the Bible says that this Greek word means encourage us. This Greek word, it means to encourage. There's moments in our lives where we need encouragement. And I want to tell you, sometimes men cannot get the job done. But the Holy Spirit, he knows to, how to encourage us to lift us up, to build us up, and to get us going in the direction that we need to go. This word here also means to exhort. There's times when we need to be exhorted to get our heads up. He comes alongside and he tells us, you can do it. Get going. Get yourself together. Turn the lights back on. Stop popping pills. Get up. Get yourself going. Dust yourself off. And you'll find that what God does is he comes along, and I love this by the Spirit of God, and he will not let you just sit there. And a lot of times we get agitated with people and our agitation, and sometimes it's the Holy Spirit agitating us. Get up. I'm exhorting you. You can do this. I'm encouraging you. You can make this happen. I'm going to empower you to do it. And so in our lives, we have to see this and embrace this aspect of his ministry in our lives. That this is what God our Father has released him into the earth to do for the people of God. That is to exhort us, to comfort us, to encourage us, and to do it in such a way that, that, that we know deep down in our hearts that, man, God brought me out of that. God helped me get my mind right. He helped me to get encouraged. God helped me through the power of his spirit to to believe that I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Amen. But there's something interesting about these verses here that I also want to draw. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. He says, and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. He says, the spirit of truth. 
whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you, and he will be in you. I think this is also important that we really see that we are the temple of the living God. And God, by the power of his spirit, dwells in you, and he's with you. He's in you, and he's around you. And it has to be clear as we're, as we're growing. And, and I like this. He says the world doesn't, doesn't receive him because they don't know him. And they don't see him. And I think this is important because we have to develop uh, more of a conscious consciousness of the Spirit's presence in our lives. And I think this is one of the areas that we, we, we can lack as Christians, that we're just not aware of his nearness. We're not sensitive to his nudging and promptings. We're not sensitive to his ability to communicate in, in a still small voice to us to just to get us to nudge and get us to go in a certain direction. We're so busy and we make things so complicated. And the more that I walk with Christ, I'm telling you, saints, the more I see how simple this thing really is. And as we get closer to God, we start to realize that the Holy Spirit is trying to get our attention. He's trying. He's in me and he's with me. And he's trying to get me to go and to do the things. And he's trying to get me to become more sensitive to him all the time. But, and he's not the problem. I'm the problem. And sometimes we can complicate God and, his, and the simplicity of his, his influence in our lives because we're trying to make it so complex. It's not. I just need to learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit. He's there. He's in me already. And he's with me. And then he says this, and he says, I will not leave you orphans. He says, I'll come to you. He's coming to us first and foremost in the, in the presence of the Spirit of God in our life. And then ultimately, you know, he's coming. He's going to crack the sky. Come, But he's with us now through the power of his Spirit. And this is point number one that I really wanted to have you write down. I didn't, I, the other stuff, you can write it down. But this is the point number one. When the Holy Spirit comes to help us, he helps us to understand adoption and this is this is important because the holy spirit comes he says i'm not going to leave you jesus says i'm coming with you i want you to know that you've been adopted you've been brought into the family and i'm not going to leave you as orphans you're not just by yourself we've got all this stuff going on in our country all over the world debauchery fornication drugs alcohol filth perversion just outright attacks against the church demons trying to take people out we've got churches crumbling we've got all kinds of stuff people infiltrating in the church and trying to change stuff that god said all this stuff going on and jesus just isn't just up in the sky somewhere you know hoping that we make it jesus said that the Holy Spirit would be in us and he would be with us and he wouldn't leave us as orphans. So while we're down here dealing with what we're dealing with, the Holy Spirit is dealing with it too. Amen. He's here with us, helping us to make it through everything that we're going through in this life. And we have to embrace that, that I am not, I have not been left as an orphan. The church has not been left as an orphan, that the spirit of God is present, that the spirit of God is in our midst. That the Spirit of God is walking with us. He's talking with us. That he's journeying through this with us to see us through to the other side. We have to embrace this about who he is. And then when we get this revelation, it'll stop us from being insecure. 
It'll stop us from just looking to man for acceptance. It'll stop us from, from developing this political mindset where I have to get everybody's vote of approval in life. And the church has to be something that everybody likes. The ch- people may not like the church, but Jesus loves the church. And we may not be the most popular people on our jobs. And we may not be the most popular people in our families. But we may not be the most popular people in the community. And it's not a popularity contest. When we stop, is we have to know that we are secure because we are not orphans. The Holy Spirit of God is with us. And we embrace this. And we have to love this. That Jesus says it very clearly, I will not leave you orphans. He says, I'll come to you. You're not going to be by yourself in the midst of this. And I'm not, I love the community loving our church and all those things. But at the end of the day, what really pleases me is when we start to praise God, that the presence of God starts to manifest in this place. And the Holy Spirit is with you when you get in your car. And when you're in the grocery store, the Spirit of God is with you. And when you wake up, you feel the presence of God in your life. And when your kids go to school, the Holy Spirit is going with them. And when your wife goes to work and your husband goes to work, that the Spirit of God is, that really makes me happy. Amen? And that's what we need. We need the presence of God. So Jesus here, he says he helps us. And what does he help us do? He helps us to understand the value of not being left as orphans, that we are sons and daughters of the kingdom of God. And he's with us, and the Holy Spirit helps to bring that confirmation. Do we receive it, though? Can we look at in our, our eye, look ourselves in the mirror, and really say, I am a child of God, the God that made the heavens and the earth, the God that created the winds and the seas, the God that made that bright thing that's sitting up there in the, in the cosmos atmosphere out there somewhere all far away. That thing that we call the sun. God, my, God, my father, he made that. And the same God that made that is the same God that lives in me. Now, the same God that made that is the same God that is with me. Think about it. Do we really know that this is my father? And he sent forth his spirit into my heart. Whereby I cry, Abba, Father, and he helps me to understand that I'm not an orphan. You can walk out on me, but I'm never alone. You cannot want to be my friend, but I got a big friend. Can I have an amen? You may not want to answer my phone call, but I got somebody when I call, he answers. Can I have an amen up in here? We get it in our mind and then we start to learn. And it's not arrogance, it's confidence. I'm confident in who is in my life. And we have to get this in our minds that, man, God is with us. And if God before you, who can be against you? That we are not in the minority. We're in the majority because God, he's the most powerful being that has ever existed. He is on our side and he lives in us. He's in our midst, the Holy Spirit. This is what Jesus is trying to get them to understand. I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. He said, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to come to you. And so sonship, we have to embrace this. Go down to verse 26. Let's look at this. Verse 25 on down to 27. Let's just look at verses 25 and 26. Look what it says. He says, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. He says, but the helper or comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance all things that I, he says, have said to you. This is powerful. This is the next thing. 
First thing we see is sonship. We see God helping us to understand that we're not orphans. But now the Holy Spirit, the helper, he comes and he teaches us. He helps us by teaching us. And he teaches us all things that Jesus Christ has said. And he, he brings to our remembrance whatsoever things Jesus has spoken. And I think this is important and it's imperative that we embrace this because as saints of God, when we know we have the Spirit of God, I want to just say this, it helps us to realize that we don't have to just depend on our mind or our thinking. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, He comes and He brings all things to my remembrance. I may not remember, but He brings it to my remembrance. I, I remember when I first started reading this Bible years ago, almost 20 years ago, I started reading this thing and I'm reading this thing and I was thinking to myself, I said, now, I, I know I'm supposed to, I, I can't remember all this. And I remember trying to rack my brain. I would be up, my wife would tell you, I'd be studying all night. I, I'd be looking and I'd get up and, and I knew I read it and then you, you read and you don't, and then you try to remember what you just read and you try to quote it and you misquote it and you, and you open it again and you, I thought it said that. Well, no, it didn't. Okay, where's that at? It was the Bible. I remember I read it somewhere in here. I know I did. Does anybody know what I'm talking about in here? I'm saying, I'm saying to myself, Lord Jesus, I mean, how am I going to remember all this? How many books in this Bible? Is it? I thought it was 66. Is it 67? Is it? Is it 70? I mean, there's so much stuff. And one of the things, but then I started reading this verse and it said, the Holy Spirit will bring all things to your remembrance. And, and God challenged me. And because, saints, this isn't, this isn't about trying to be impressive and try to impress people what you know. When people come around me and I, I can kind of get the sense they're trying to impress me with quoting scriptures and talking revelations and, and all this other stuff. And you lost me. I, I mean, and I know, and, and listen, I'm not saying this braggadocially, but I know a lot of stuff. But I don't, you don't have to tell everything that you know. A lot of times people, they do that because they want to be impressive. And then I started realizing, the Holy Spirit started teaching me that the Holy Spirit will cause you to know what you need to know when you need to know it, if you put it in the computer. If you have a computer, the computer has a bunch of information. But there are certain things in there you need to have. So you type it up, you press enter or return. And pow, voila, it's there. Sometimes when you're talking to a person in a meeting, you might have not have not read a scripture in a long time. But all of a sudden, as you're talking to them, boom, it'll just, the Holy Spirit will push enter. And bam, it just comes out of your mouth. And you say, man, I didn't even remember. I knew I, ooh, I'm bad. I got that thing down in me, don't I? So what I'm saying is the Holy Spirit, he teaches us and then he brings and it, and it takes me. I, I've learned to just read my Bible and enjoy my Bible. I enjoy it. I read it and enjoy, and enjoy it. Stop reading to try to find some deep revelations and powerful, you know, mystical, you know, revelatory things that will shake the world when you sit down at lunch and have a burger and you're talking to your girlfriend and you're going to share this when I get there. It's going to blow them away. 
Just enjoy your Bible. And when you're having a conversation, it just come out. Now, let me say this. I'm going to tell on myself. Have you ever tried? Have you ever you read and you had all this stuff and you have this deep revelation and you just knew at the at when you sat down with your homeboys, I'm going to share this. And then when you get there. You can't remember. That was the Holy Ghost blocking you. He teaches us. He helps us by bringing things to our remembrance and teaching. Our job is to get it in the system and to enjoy your Bible. And to enjoy you developing an intimacy with the Holy Spirit through reading your Bible. And develop an insight into who Jesus Christ is through reading your Bible. And understanding and getting it in you. And then just let it. And then when the time comes that you need it, God will bring it to your remembrance. But if you're racking your brain so you can be impressive, that's not how the Spirit of God works. I want the Holy Spirit to teach us, like he says here, to teach us. He says, and to bring all things to, to our remembrance. He does it, but we've got to learn to embrace this aspect of his ministry. You cannot understand this Bible without the Holy Spirit's participation. It's too complex in the sense that our natural minds cannot perceive, our natural minds cannot perceive everything. The Holy Spirit comes in, he partners to help us get insight into the word of God. We can start finding Jesus on the pages. We can find questions to answers and and answers to. And we can get all these things. We can get our answers through reading this Bible, but it takes the Holy Spirit's participation. You need his help. I need his help. If I'm going to understand this Bible, I need his help. And for us, he's been sent into the world to help us to do that. So let's embrace this aspect of his ministry. Amen. Go to chapter 15 and let's look at verse 26. So he helps us to understand sonship and embrace and embrace sonship. And then he teaches us the Holy Spirit. He helps us by teaching us. Look at verse 26. He says, but when the helper or the comforter comes, whom I shall send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will testify of who? Me, of Jesus. He says, when the Holy Spirit comes, when the helper comes, the thing that he's going to do as he's sent forth from the Father is he's going to testify of Jesus Christ. He's going to give us insight into who Jesus really is. He's going to help to define the person of Jesus Christ and to make him perfectly clear and to testify of not only all of his deeds, which he did when he walked upon the face of the earth, but testify on his person. So we understand who the Lord really is. It takes revelation from the Holy Spirit to really get a glimpse through the pages of who Jesus really is. Many people try to paint Jesus as a picture and a a figure that's quite different than who he really is. When the Holy Spirit, he comes to testify of Christ. And as a church, it should be our endeavor to testify of Christ and to talk about Christ and to brag about Christ and to boast about Christ and to lift up the name of Christ and to give him all the glory and to make sure that he's being honored and to shout about him and to dance about him and to praise about him and to magnify him. And if the Holy Spirit is in your church... 
you're going to hear a lot about Jesus. Not your political affiliations, not your denomination, not who's the favorite preacher, not how great the worship team is, not how all those things. We, uh, yes, yeah, there's a place for some of that, but I'm just telling you now. There's only one star in the church, and his name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Can I have an amen? And the problem that we have now is, is we got all this stuff, and we magnify all this stuff. And hey, I thank God for this beautiful building, but, but this in Jesus. And I, and, I, and I thank God for it. The Lord bless us. But I'm not, listen, let's make this perfectly clear. We're here because of Jesus Christ. A production of the Well Christian Community, this has been Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. As we close out our time together today, we trust and pray our time together has encouraged you in Christ, has encouraged you in your walk and relationship with Him. If it has, we'd love to hear from you. Now, there are a couple of ways you can get a hold of us. By phone, of course, the easiest, 925-292-7800. Again, you can reach us at 925-292-7800. You're also welcome to write to us. Address your envelope to the Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore, California, the zip code 94551. Of course, you can always stop by our website. You can learn all about us at thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. You can even take advantage of a few links, one of which will take you to our Facebook page. Or if you're on Facebook, simply look for The Well Christian Community. Don't forget, as you visit our website, take a moment and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit. You can also follow Pastor Napoleon, by the way, on Twitter. His address, at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word, at Napoleon Kaufman. We thank you for spending time with us again today and look forward to seeing you next time we get together as we continue looking at God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.